Many people have asked me, how do I become rich from uh, understanding my partner? Is there an opportunity coming that I could take advantage of or is there luck coming? Will I get good fortune? Will I become rich? I'm going to talk about the seven perspectives or the seven ways how a person can become rich from the perspective of their partner. Hi guys, it's Lavon here. Welcome to Joey Up's Great Film Show, Great Life. We have a winner for this week's giveaway and we'll announce it at the end of this session. Today, Joey's going to talk about how to get rich. Actually, there's no magic formula to easy money, nor are there any that can guarantee all the riches in the world. To become rich, it takes a combination of strategy and making the most of what you already have. So let's check out today's podcast and find out what are the seven things you should look out for to help you increase your wealth. Now, of course, uh, there, there are many ways. A lot of the common way that people think is that, you know, something happened like an opportunity that they met along the way and suddenly they become wealthy. Well, that's not the case. Another common uh, misconception is a person needs to be very lucky to be rich. Actually, that's also not the case. So if these are not the reasons we look into a person's astrology chart, then what do we actually look for to see a person who can potentially become rich? Well, this has been um, a common discussion for a lot of people, but let me show you uh, what seven things that I look for when I see whether a person can actually become wealthy. The first is the ability to hustle. And uh, this is important because if a person don't work hard and don't work hard early in life, I think no matter what opportunities that come that person's way, it's going to be wasted. I think, you know, uh, the world owes no one a living, but it owes everyone an opportunity to make a living. And so if you take advantage early in life, you're going to you know, maximize your ability to generate maximum wealth. And of course, if you know how to compound that over time, then your chances of becoming rich is higher. So when we look at a person's sparta chart, right? A person's sparta chart, there are certain elements that denote someone uh, has the ability to work hard and uh, some maybe some people may have a tendency to shy away from, you know, extremely difficult type of work. Okay, now, um, the chances are um, that, uh, you know, where there are yin stars and yang stars in the sparta chart. So most of the so-called yang stars uh, belong to uh, people who basically don't mind the hustle, don't mind putting in the effort, or may, might go the extra mile. For example, a hurting officer star, a HO star, is basically a little bit more hardworking than, let's say, a direct resource, for example. Okay, So we look for stars like that, uh, where the polarity is uh, basically on a yang nature. Okay, So then, of course, if that person from a younger age already has put in the work, work hard and work hard early, then the chances of success is higher. So we, contrary to what uh, people think that you know, uh, we just have to look for the wealth elements, you know, look for opportunities. No, that, that is to, that's not the way to look for the ones who be, can become super rich. The super rich, generally, hard work and ability to work hard and hustle early in life is the key. So normally, we'll look at the first three luck pillars. Okay, Because I think if you look at the world's millionaires and multi-millionaires, right? Generally, uh, the first three luck cycles, the opportunities that present themselves um, and they took advantage of it because they work hard and the willingness to pay the price. This is the thing, right? Working hard means willingness, willingness to pay the price. A lot of people are not willing to pay the price. They want to be guaranteed of success before they're going to pay the price. So that's why they come for a reading. Are you sure I'm going to be rich if I do this? 
I tell them, you know what, don't do it, you know, because there's no real guarantee in life. Because the way you ask the question is as if you are going to be promised a reward. A lot of times they hustle. Out of 10 times, maybe maybe they just get rewarded twice, but they still go the extra mile. And because there are two or three times they got rewarded out of 10 times they're putting in the effort, they made it in life. So work hard, but work hard early. That's the first part. And the second thing that we look for, it's in uh, the difference between desire and compulsion. I teach this in the Grow With Reparts program. And that uh, the way to do that is to look at a person's hour pillar because the hour pillar talks about the, uh, that, the mindset and ambition of a person. Well, a lot of people desire to be rich, but they are not compelled to be rich. So there's a huge difference between this, right? If you're compelled, you're, you know the reason why you want to become wealthy because you're going to serve a higher purpose. You want to make a difference in your lives or the lives of the people you love. You're compelled to do it. You want to, you're willing to give up the good for the great to come into your life, right? Or you're willing to give up a certain thing that you have now that is seemingly a security in favor of something that you know have greater uh, outcome that uh, you're compelled to get, okay? So you're not afraid of losing the current for a greater future. So if you just have a desire, a desire is like, yeah, you know, I want it, but if it's too inconvenient, I don't want it. That's the difference. So now, if a person is born with that element in the hour pillar, then generally they're more compelled. But if you're not one of those that have the compulsion, you know you're not one of those you are not with the compulsion, then what should you do? Well, then um, a lot of people will say, well, you got to find your deeper why. I would say the way to do that is find out who would you like to help. If you become richer, who benefits? Besides you, are there people you love, people who you want to serve, a community that you want to make better, uh, uh, something you want to change in your environment that you think it's important? And if there's a big dream, you need money to make that dream come true. So you have a compulsion to do that. So you have, you can do this manually. Some people have a nature, a natural compulsion. Some people don't. Well, you can develop it, right? So don't be afraid. Remember, that's why you, the, the first part is that you don't mind putting in the effort. Don't mind paying the price. So you can train yourself. So if you don't have number one, then number two, if you don't are not born with it, it's very hard to develop that, okay? And number three, you need courage. So... You know, a lot of people say you need money to make money. That's why the rich gets richer. You need a lot of money to get your business started. Uh, part of it is true, but the real ingredient missing here is courage. Most people fear to, you know, take the first step. So you don't need money to really start. A lot of people start with nothing. You need courage to begin. So like, you know, people, some perfectionists are always waiting for the right time and uh, they misuse date selection, the out of date selection to select the best time to start a business. When someone asks me that, I'll just tell them, you know what, start next week. And they can't do it. They say, oh, is that a good date? I say, yeah, at least you get started. Better than you wait for a good date that is 10 years from now. You know, so this is the thing that, that a lot of people are unwilling to make the mistakes. They don't have the courage to make the mistakes and therefore they want to be guaranteed of success. And that one thing to the guarantee of success, that makes them not get started and not be able to become rich. Okay, so... This is the issue I find with a lot of people. So it's, it's in the chart. Can you see a chart that have more courage? That's a lot of people will, will ask that. I see a lot of charts that are not courageous, but they develop courage on their own. Okay. Well, some charts have the potential uh, for courage, but because they, are, they have overprotective parents or they have, they have along the way, they waited too long to develop that inner courage. And so by the time they want that, they already customized to not taking uh, uh, you know, not, not having the courage. So therefore, even they have the potential, they can't get started. Really, listen, it's not, nobody is fated to be rich. Okay. 
This is the misconception. I know a lot of people say, no, 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 I heard some astrologers, I'm fated to be rich or fated to be wealthy. No, they're not. They just have the opportunities in the chart, in the chart of their, 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 their astrology chart, but whether or not they, they have the courage, that, that is solely their destiny, their will to do it. Okay. So I would say use date selection or life planning to get started next week on small steps to develop courage. If you don't have that, it doesn't matter how great your chart is, you're not going to become rich. Okay, so this is why, you know, and some will say, hey, you know, uh, are you so sure that this will work? Yes, because for me, I think I told this story before. Um, many years ago as a kid, I think I was 15 or 14 years old, I went to fortune tellers. That's my interest, right? Because when you're a little lost, you look for people like that. And then I remember the fortune teller. Uh, that's why I don't like fortune tellers. You may say, but you are one, right? No, I'm not. I'm a destiny analyst. It's very different than a fortune teller. So I went to a fortune teller and the fortune teller said, you know, you're going to be poor until 45. I'm like, oh, shit. Poor until 45? What are you going to do after 45? What, what, what happens after 45? Then he said, well, you get used to it. See, their mentality is, you know, that's your destiny, right? That's your fate. No, it's not, right? I look at my, then I, it gives me, give me the reason to study my chart. So I was compelled to find out what I can do. So since I don't like that direction, all I have to do is go the other direction. Yes, it is harder. Yes, it is more difficult. Yes, it is more painful, but it is worthwhile. Okay, it's worthwhile. Because you now can make a difference. I now can make a difference to the people I care about. I can make a difference to the community. I can even make a difference to the industry that I'm in right now because I was willing to have the courage to go the other direction. So yes, you can design your destiny even though you might be fated and the certain things, okay? Certain things that act a disadvantage. It's just harder. So if you're okay with the hustle, you're compelled, then number three is not a problem, okay? Number four, Work with noblemen, okay? This is what I discovered that is important. Get into business with people who can help you grow, who um, could are at the same intellectual length and or higher than you. It's uncomfortable because most of the time, our nature is to work with people who, you know, as slightly lower than us because it makes us feel more validated and comfortable. But, you know, uh, don't get friends into your business. That's my recommendation if you're starting out because, you know, don't hire anyone that you can't fire. Seriously, it's not the people you hire. It's the people that you don't fire that, uh, that really could cost you, uh, you know, your business. So, uh, sometimes, you know, when we first started and if you work together with friends, not that friends are bad. It's just that they're good as friends. They're not great as business partner. Okay. So work with people whom I, you can grow together, right? Who you may not be best friends. But because you share the same same vision and you want to grow and you challenge each other, that'll be great, okay? So this is something that uh, it's just my personal opinion. So noble people, you can see from that person's chart. If you know how to read the chart, you can see those elements in the chart. And uh, and also you want to see it vice versa. Don't just be so selfish to find people that are good for you. Are you also good for them? Hey, you know, it works both ways, yeah? This part that people always, they lose out on this. Okay, they always think, ah, I'm going to look for someone to enhance me. I want to look for someone to support me. Why is it always me, 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 me? Okay, it's bo it works both ways. Are you a noble person to that person that you are partnering with? Are you? If not, for don't partner them because you're going to bring down their life hell, okay? So it's like in a marriage, right? Oh, is that person good for me? Are you good for that person? After marrying you, maybe a person is going to lose all interest in life because you are a horrible person to be with. So... Be a better person first before looking for the right partners, all right? Okay, number five. Uh, you got to have an identity of the future you want to create, 
Okay, it's the identity of the future you want to create. So, um, and that is usually a chart where stronger self in, in the self element has that. A weaker self have to develop that. That's why uh, the in Chinese metaphysics, we say sun kyung ho yam choi, means the self element strong can use the wealth element. Basically, what it means is you know what to do with your future. Okay, so it still needs to be developed. Is this doesn't mean that if you're born or oh, as a three-year-old baby, suddenly, wow, you know what to do in your life. No, you don't. It, you, it takes time to develop that vision. And then you got to remain focused on that vision because an idea can only make it so far in life. Okay, you got to be able to focus and concentrate and persevere, uh, and so that you know you don't get distracted along the way. All right. So therefore, generally, a stronger child is good. That's why. Um, uh, if not, then you got to find the right people to be with you to encourage you to support you to become stronger. Okay. So the lessons that we learn in metaphysics can teach us how to do. It. For example, weak self element. Normally, we look for support from friend star, companion star, or resource star. So, because why? Because that helps you strengthen your self identity so that you can create the vision. Whereas a stronger child generally has a already a strong self element; they could create the vision on their own. But if they don't stay focused, they're distracted by companion elements and all that. Then they easily will lose track. Okay, it's always that shiny object syndrome. It's like you walk down the path and suddenly there's a shiny object, you go over here. The shiny object over there, you go over there. A shiny object over there, you go over here. You keep going, deviating from your goal. And that's not a good thing. Okay, so if you want to become rich, if you look at people who do become rich, they stay focused. Okay, so it's not hard to do. It just takes a bit of time to practice. Okay, and uh, the sixth thing, consistency. Okay, this is uh, where it's just like, this needs to be trained. I think uh, a lot of people don't have the consistency. They, they say, they talk about a big goal. All right, I'm going to film uh, uh, 10 YouTube videos. And then what happened? Nothing happened. After the first two, they say, ah, oh, it's too tired. Oh, I can't make it this week. So the more you lie to yourself, the more you don't keep up to the promises you make to yourself and you're not consistent, the more your self-esteem, your confidence level will be defeated. Now, not even not that other people don't believe you, even you don't believe yourself anymore. Okay, so consistency leads to efficiency. So remember that, right? If you if you're consistently studying your clients, your customers, you study the competition and you understand uh, what helps them, what really adds value to their life, right? You have attention to detail. You plan out your hours of the day. You consistently plan out your hours of the day. And you, 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 you consistently do certain things over time, you will develop the efficiency for success. Okay. So listen, you got to be patient with, with, patient with, uh, achieving success or achieving wealth. So you can't expect to do something and then expect to become rich the next day. Okay. What you need to be impatient with is your skill set. You got to keep learning. You got to be impatient with your level of, of, uh, skills and knowledge because the more impatient you are with the skills and knowledge, you will learn more. But you got to be patient with developing success. All right. That takes time. You got to be consistent with what you do over time and you will get that success. Okay. And so the last point is this. I noticed that with a lot of rich people is this. Uh, why is it that uh, the wealth element coming early in life is better than, than later? Is because earning first, passion later. Okay. Now, this is uh, the Chinese metaphysics perspective. When wealth element appear early, someone who earns money earlier. And if you think about it, it's not about just making money early. Like we say, yeah, but opportunity didn't come. No, it's not about that. It's about those people who make an effort to make a living first and make some income before they say, they talk about the artistic side. Oh, I want to pursue my passion. I want to do what I like in life. If I don't like it, I don't want to do it. I want to find a job that I love. No. If you want to be rich or be, at least be successful, make money first. When you have the money, 
then pursue your passion. Okay, because the, the in fact, if you look at a lot of uh, traditional Chinese families, uh, the older generation, in fact, that's what they do. They tell, hey, make money first, right? Study, become doctor, study, become accountant, make money first. You got time, then do your own thing, right? In fact, they go so far as to say to tell the kids, no paktor, right? No uh, relationship until you graduate from school. That's what they do, right? What, what they mean is make money first, then you can do anything in, in life. How many of you came up from that generation? Right? Leave a comment here. So now there is some wisdom in that. If you look at the people who do succeed, and the philosophy behind uh, Chinese metaphysics, especially Patsy, why I say wealth element first and not later, it is because of this, right? Earn first, passion later. So if you uh, earn and then you save early and then you accumulate early and you make use and you make money work hard for you early in life and money becomes your servant early in life, uh, really your chances of becoming rich is much higher. So when we look for all these things in a chart, we can generally determine these seven things. You don't have, you only need all of them, using some of them, generally you can determine if someone will become rich or not. Okay, so of course, even if you can't read Patsy, you can just reflect these seven things into your life and then you see whether uh, you qualify any of these things. If you do, then the chances of you succeed, succeeding and making more money will be uh, there along the way. Just be a bit more patient. Okay, so listen, if you're looking for that one person who's going to come into your life and change your life so that you become rich, uh, that person, look in the mirror because that's you. Okay, so likewise in metaphysics, the person's chart, the one person's chart you want to study is your own chart because that chart is what's going to change your life because everything in that chart is what you need in order to make that change, to um, you know create value, to add value to other people's lives and ultimately become wealthier. Okay, so it is some work. You need to pay the price to be wealthier, right? Listen, if you even there's, there's a price to pay to be rich, there's a price to pay to be poor. Okay, there's a price to pay to be healthy. There's a bigger price to pay to be unhealthy. There are, there's a price to pay to be to have good relationships. There's also a price to pay to have bad relationships. Right? The question is which price are you willing to pay? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And now, this week's winner is Daphne. Congratulations, Daphne. Our team will reach out to you via email with instructions to claim your price. Make sure you keep an eye out for it. For those that would like to participate in the weekly giveaway, head over to www.joeyup.com podcast. You could be in the running to be our lucky weekly winner. So stay tuned and we'll see you in our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Bye!